0: Broads, this episode is brought to you by my number one secret weapon for the best sleep ever, Attitude. Attitude sheets are made of 100% organic bamboo, which not only saves 500 times more water than cotton and produces 52% fewer carbon emissions, but it's way more comfortable. Like way more, you guys. Bamboo has a super similar texture to silk. You know, all soft and feathery and whatnot, I swear to you. I get the best sleep of my life when I sleep on Attitude. And the cherry on top, all of Attitude's sheets are organic, temperature-regulating, hypoallergenic, antibacterial, and toxin free. Right now you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit attitude.com slash chatty broads and enter promo code chatty broads. Remember that's attitude as in eco attitude Order today for free shipping and 20% off your order at attitude.com slash chatty broads promo code chatty broads. Broads, there are about a million and one reasons you might find yourself in a bit of a rut in the bedroom, but no matter what has you feeling a little uh, uninspired, there's one place to turn to get you going again, and that's adamandeve.com. Speaking of between the sheets... Mm. these ads go hand in hand. AdamandEve.com is your one-stop shop for all things sexy and spicy. And right now they're piling on the savings and the free gifts. All you have to do to score all the free goodies is enter offer code chatty at checkout and you'll get 10 free gifts plus free shipping. You heard that right broads, 10 free gifts, a sexy item for you, a sexy item for your partner, something you'll both enjoy. Plus six spicy movies. All that and more when you enter code CHATTY, C-H-A-T-T-Y, at checkout on AdamandEve.com. That's offer code CHATTY at checkout at AdamandEve.com. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello good morning <laughs> good morning how are you honestly considering i'm pretty i'm feeling hashtag blessed oh my god we love to hear that i know like the kid has been sick Gray's not feeling good. Are you... You had a migraine. I mean... Yeah. I was like... <sighs> I was powering through the migraine last night watching this episode and actually made it way better. Sometimes with a migraine, even though the light is going to give you a even worse headache, you need a little distraction to... So, sometimes you need a little drama. To distract yourself from your own misery and look at other people's misery, which is... A lot of what this episode was. Yeah. <laughs> Other people's misery. <laughs> to be completely honest. Yeah. Um well we yeah, are true. <laughs> in all forms. <laughs> no, for in all real. Forms, it was just oh my this- god, this episode, I mean, talk about a roller coaster. Yeah. I was I was in drama mode. I was fully crying. I know actually last night yeah. the bros watched the episode together and afterwards I talked to them and they were like, We were fully crying through the Michael part. And I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah, join all of us. Oh, yeah. Absolutely bawling. Um yeah, it was intense. So I say we just hop into it. Yeah. Yeah. Go Were ahead. we supposed to talk about Rachel Lindsay's yes, we article? Have to, we have to talk about Rachel Lindsay's article. What's really interesting is I loved, even though it was kind of off topic, I loved her talking about her experience and I actually like felt really seen her description of her experience on the show. You know, what was interesting is when I was reading through um, a part of it, I was like, "Oh my god, this is a lot of the things that you have discussed with like me and yeah. you talk about on the show, but also just discuss with me privately." Yeah. Um, no the the article, um, if you all haven't uh, read it, is is so good. Like for so many different reasons, it's super interesting. Um, It Mm -hmm. touches on a lot of the production behind the scenes. It talks about, like, the racism in the franchise. It talks about the Chris Harrison situation. It talks about, I mean, she really, it it was like a whole, the whole story of her entire time from when she decided or when her friends suggested she audition all the way through to when she was the Bachelorette to post to the fact that she talks about how production didn't show the love story between her and Brian and they focused on Peter and I mean it was Yeah, she talks about also how it seems like she was pretty much poised to be the bachelorette from the minute in casting and how there was a lot of deliberate choices that were made like in her edit. Uh um, Yeah. I mean, it's a really powerful article so I would highly suggest everyone go read that and support Rachel Lindsay. Yeah, it's just pretty it's a fun read too. It's a great read and also um I... I don't know if you saw the initial situation of what yes. happened. So Rachel posted on her Instagram, basically being like, "That cover did not represent me, which would, or represent my take, and quite the opposite." And I was super confused because then I was googling it, and all that was coming up was the title of the article. Yeah, and I was like, "What?" I I was so lost. Like Rachel, uh, the the title on the on the internet says like Rachel Lindsay has like enough rose or doesn't have any more roses to burn or something. Yeah, like and that. I, and I was, I was and I, like, "Yeah, what? no, I was, I was a little bit. I was like." Yeah, Yeah, I feel like it's a little like it's a little, eh, but I was confused about why then Rachel Lindsay addressed and posted. So basically Rachel Lindsay went on her Instagram and said that she worked with the New Yorker magazine super closely um, and was given the cover feature and wrote the whole article and then um, and then she felt like the title that they gave was super disappointing and disrespectful yeah. and clickbaity and gross and whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I was the same thing. I was like, what's going on? Sorry, I had to make sure that Boris wasn't interrupting our Rachel Lindsay talk. <laughs> um, no, so the original the original well, title- Well, so it's the actual cover. The cover of the, cover the magazine says- Oops. Has a beautiful yeah. photo of Rachel Lindsay and says, yes. Oops, I blew up The Bachelor. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, and the reason I feel like for people who aren't ba- like in the Bachelor controversy world would probably be like, I don't get why that's such a big thing. But of course, the reason it's such a big thing is because everyone's been sort of like placing this blame on her about Chris Harrison getting removed from the franchise. And it's like, oh my gosh, like as if she <sighs> is, a, as if it's her fault that all, there was all this controversy when in reality she was just like being like hey isn't this an issue yes and even like even the fact that in the article she discusses how this how even her conversation with chris harrison was not uh encouraged like by the franchise and like chris harrison like asked to come on and like on his own accord basically like did this needed to basically get all this off his chest yeah i mean I think somebody that's not involved in the world was like, "This is a good title." Yeah, I think this is a great idea, right? And it's like, great, like, no, and and so the fact that like Rachel received so much, like in like the most intense amount of hate and threats and all of that after her interview with Chris Harrison, that she had to remove herself off of social media for a while. And then they come out with this title it was just like you've got to be kidding me. So yeah. apparently now the New Yorker is like I don't know if they're reprinting not the New Yorker just Oh uh, yeah, is it the New Yorker? New York New York magazine. New York. Oh, I think I keeps I kept saying New Yorker. It's not the New Yorker, excuse me. It's the New York New York magazine. Um, <laughs> magazine people are like that is they're not. They're like the same. What's no, wrong? <laughs> um, no, I I don't know. I'm like, are they reprinting the cover? Is this something that like has hard copies? Because I know then they retracted it basically and put the uh, title of the article as the cover of the magazine. So at least there's that, but it's like, I don't know if, yeah. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that shit happens. It's just unfortunate to me, and it's always very confusing in, like, the world of journalism. So maybe someone can, like, let me know. Whenever there is, like, a big feature on someone, specifically when the person, when it is a sensitive topic Mm. that's being discussed, and the person herself wrote the article, like, wrote the piece, that you'd think that they'd have to give her approval on, or at least shoot the cover of the, uh, the title cover of the article or the, excuse me, the magazine by her. I think that's like the only place that, that uh, journalism, where they have like creative license. <laughs> so like we can honest. make the title look whatever we <laughs> yeah, want it I to be. I feel like I've seen this kind of controversy before where the person's like, whoa, 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 but... <sighs> Check it out if you haven't. Support Rachel Lindsay. Love her so much. And hopefully the hard copies are getting changed too. If there are hard copies, I Doubt apologize. It. I don't know about the magazine world very much. Um, but anywho, that's that. Check out that article. Um, other than that, the only other news was that Chris Harrison, um, we have found out, speaking of the man himself, uh, that his payout was actually more like nine, ten million dollars. People were throwing around the $50 million number. That happens a lot, too, I feel like, where it's, like, it's always It's always <laughs> either way above or way below. You, totally. It's like when you look up a uh, celebrity's net worth, and it'd be like, oh, Brad Pitt is worth $10 million. And you're like... Ex-... You look me up, it's like $100 million. Yeah, and you're, like, and you're like, what? Like, I know for a fact Brad Pitt is worth a lot of dough, and it's always like you know under. But, I mean, pff, $9, $10 million is still wild. And what also... uh. We found I'm really out. glad it's not fifty million. That is stupid money. I mean, the ten million still makes me feel sick to my Although stomach. Although with his lifestyle, it's probably going to be gone in two years. Think <laughs> about it that way. You know, through that. Think about it that way. That's very true. Uh, but no, but uh, yeah, it still makes me feel ill. But the uh, the fifty mil was like. Oh my god! Oh yeah, that's that like, was that was like I, I I can't sleep at night. I'm rolling around yeah, thinking about totally. him literally like Scrooge McDuck diving into his gold like, coins. Isn't that like that's like five percent of a billionaire? No, ten percent of oh can't do math. I don't understand. hundred million, million is ten percent of a billionaire. Yeah, five percent. That's five percent. Five percent. Oh, crossovers. <laughs> anyway, Mr uh, Mr. Chris Harrison, we ended up finding out specifically that that was basically just 2 years worth of his salary. So we then found out that what sense. his salary was is 5 million a year, which that's not- I honestly like somehow expected it to be more. Oh, I, I, I feel like the Bachelor is so cheap that that's I was true. like, I was expecting that he was that's making, so you know, a lot of his money from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire or whatever. I'm like five million dollars. Oh yeah, I'm not saying that that's not a lot. I just ex- like I was expected to just be utterly repulsed and disgusted. <laughs> I thought he was making like ten million dollars a year. I think it is the only thing that they s- spend. Is just girls' the Harris, they're, they're saving so much money now. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, we should be seeing them going to some seriously to some fancy places. Come now on, they, it's time to step up your dates, match their friends. I can't imagine that Tayshia or Caitlin are getting that. Uh, any oh, portion no of way. that. Salary. I wonder how much. I'd be so curious to find out. Do you think it's like more than a hundred thousand? Probably less. I bet, I bet it's a hundred K each. Per, yeah. That would be my guess. Jump change after Chris's daddy. Yeah. Chris is gone. Yeah. Five mil. Well, I guess that's for the whole year. And that's so that would be like a couple of oh. seasons. So okay, for him it's maybe like one point five yeah. per season. For him to come in and be like this for him the to beat his rows, trailer, for like him to be his trailer, time. what a gig! Golfing ninety five percent of the time. I'd be kicking and screaming time. on my way out too. You better believe. <laughs> you're just like what? <laughs> you better I believe did. I'd be throwing this lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> That's one of those jobs that you're around. like when you're in it, you're like, God, oh, it's it's so taxing, and then all of a sudden it goes away, and you're like, Oh my God, a real <laughs> job! <laughs> I have to try to find a real job. Madness. He's probably got crazy investment portfolios. I expect. To, I expect to see him running for old is he? some sort of office. Uh, some sort of office. Did, did you know he's almost seventeen years older than Lauren Zima? Oh, for real? I didn't know she was thirty-three. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh my god, I could be dating Chris Harrison. You could, and wow. I don't think she looks old. I don't mean it like that. Like just something about like her poise. She's, I just, I, I don't know why. I thought she was, I thought she was no, a bit I, older. I, no, I did too. I definitely did too. She doesn't because, have a wrinkle on her damn face. Do not get me wrong. No, it was just more of an energy thing. Totally. It's an older energy. Totally. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you imagine seeing me dating Chris Harrison? Yeah, no, she's 33 and I'd he's be like, fi- get, get a tat, daddy. <laughs> 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 Let's do a neck tattoo, daddy. <laughs> yeah, he's 50. Almost 50. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow! old ancient (laughs) um anyway oh i'm slowly climbing that mountain um are we all (laughs) are we all aren't we literally all um all right so before we uh before we get into this uh this episode that uh, just has so many moving parts should we take a quick little pause quick little pause broads um I am a planner, 100%. My life has a lot of to-do lists. I like a schedule. I like a timeline. I just function better that way. And listen, when it comes to planning and preparing, there's no area more important than planning your future, specifically how kids do or do not factor into it. The best way to make sure you have all the information you need to plan your future is with Modern Fertility's Home Fertility Hormone Test. That's right. Modern Fertility is a super simple way to keep tabs on your reproductive health. The test is super simple. It's done by you in your own home. You just prick your finger to complete the test. When you're done, you mail it back with the prepaid label within just... So that whole process takes like less than 15 minutes. Yeah. Within just 10 days, you're going to receive your personalized test results that dive into everything you need you're going to get insight into your hormone levels how many eggs you have and other important fertility factors and you'll even have the option to talk one on one with a fertility nurse and discuss your next steps if you want to and i've heard from people that they will take these results to their doctor and the doctor will back them up and like these are this is like a very legit way oh, yeah. to to check out what your fertility situation is. Oh, yeah. And it gets better, Broads, because with Modern Fertility, you'll get access to all of this information for a fraction of what you would typically pay. Uh, these exact same tests at doctor's office can cost over $1,000. Modern Fertility is making access to your reproductive information easier and more affordable than ever before. And right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com chatty. So that means your test will cost $139 in of the several hundred or even thousand plus dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. So get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. That's modernfertility.com slash chatty. So I've talked a lot on the show about some of my hair insecurities. So making sure my hair gets treated with the top quality stuff is actually really important to me. Um, I've always struggled to find the right hair fit for me until I discovered function of beauty. Function of Beauty is the world leader in fully customized hair care just for you. Before ordering your personalized hair care, you're going to take a quick online quiz. And based on your results, the Function of Beauty team will craft products that are super unique to you, your hair, and your hair goals. Every product is sulfate-free, paraben-free, vegan, cruelty-free, and of course, they smell amazing. Um, And it's so customized, you can also choose unscented if Mm -hmm. that's more your speed. Mm -hmm. I switch my favorite scent pretty much every month, but right now I'm loving their tropical mango scent because it just... It brings me right into the summer, okay? Every time I catch a whiff, it's amazing. But be sure to check out check out their other scents too, like Sweet Peach, Crisp Pear, Lavender Rose, Eucalyptus. Trust me, no matter what you pick, you're going to love it. And like Becca said, it's fully customizable. Uh, for the first time in as long as I can remember, I found what I was personally hoping for in a hair product, something that for me, again, personally gives me volume, but also leaves it soft and shiny. A lot of times beforehand, I would find a shampoo or conditioner that would give me volume, but then my hair would be kind of hard and I didn't like the texture and now I can get it all with Function of Beauty. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash broads to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order that applies to their full range of customized hair skin and body products that's functionofbeauty.com slash broads to let them know you heard about it here and to get 20% off your first order that's functionofbeauty.com slash broads. All right, let's get into this. Okay, <laughs> okay. So we start this episode off. It starts out really fucking hot. They I are mean, into we Carl. We are. We come out like like it's like a bad out of hell. This episode. I also want to have a quick shout out. I am still really loving this season. I've enjoyed every episode so far. Episode three is always a little bit of a dip off for me, but this one did keep it coming. I feel like and I don't know and, and Katie had even said that it's like that this season is all like, gas no breaks. It well no, she was saying it's you slowly creep up and then boom something happens and I'm like, I don't feel like this is a slow creep up. If something is gonna explode, I, I feel like this is already pretty intense. That's true. It really that's true. So I mean I'm like unless she's setting us up that it's gonna start, you know, actually slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, Where is it? <laughs> Um, but yeah, it gets intense right away. And these men are absolutely coming for Carl. And yeah, Carl, Carl, like when he's, when he's thinking, he he keeps doing this. He rubs his finger and his, his thumb and his index finger together. And he's just like, like a president. And Carl just can't come up with a damn name. I mean, you'd think at this point, if you're just going to pull shit out of your ass, you might as well put, pull more out of your ass and might just, might as well just be like, Michael B. Doesn't really have a kid. <laughs> yeah. You know, you might as well just go all the way for it. and he, Just start and making up names. And just say just... some guy that's not there. Trent. Trent. Jason. Trent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, who the fuck? Figure it out, guys. I mean, there's definitely a couple guys there that went home in the rose ceremony that I've never seen in my life. So their name very their names could very well be Trent and Jason. Completely unrecognizable. We, we don't <laughs> Absolutely we don't not know. sure. Now, Greg takes her aside, which really, really bugged me. Well, of, of course. course, of course. I was like, I was just like, you guys, someone else take the opportunity to do this, have this moment. And of course it was going to be Greg. And of course it cemented in her feeling safe with Greg because he was the one who came and... They sh- he should have come to us as men. Yes. You. Now, an interesting thing, and maybe this is me just being, you know... <laughs> reading in. <all> <laughs> reading in. But I did find it interesting. And again, it could have been a production thing where they edited this. But I will say, in Aaron and Katie's original conversation, when she said, what's going on? Carl said that there's some guy that's a sketchball or numerous guys that are sketchy. Aaron Rideaway right was like there are there is no one else here like that. He was very definitive. He's like they all seem like amazing guys. I don't know what he's talking about. And with Greg and Katie, um you know, he was making her feel good, <laughs> but he didn't say anything specific. But she then said, she goes, "Well, she basically said other than you, I'm not sure about any other men in the room." And he didn't say anything. So he didn't defend the guys like Aaron defended of the guys. He didn't. But again, could have been cut out, but I did I did find that interesting that he did come and support her, but Aaron was very and I feel like that's just Aaron's energy. Aaron is not I don't feel like Aaron is really has deep feelings for Katie. I think that he's just really enjoying his time, you know, hanging out with everybody. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Trey was heated. Carl was punching the air. I mean, the man was shadow boxing by himself. <laughs> I thought I feel bad. It's like someone told him that that's what you're what you're supposed to do, you know, when you're I mean, you know, it's like when you're in a corner, there's no other choice but to hit back some kind of motivational quote, you know, I saw so many people posting after this whole thing then with Thomas came out that they're like, Carl was right all along. <laughs> Carl knew all along. Carl knew. I don't believe <laughs> I just would like to make a a personal statement that I do not believe. Carl had no, Carl anyone no in anything. mind, because no. guess what? If Carl had anyone in mind, Carl would what have said their name. No. You don't think that in ITMs no. he would have been like, let me tell you about Thomas. Now, I'm not going to say anything to Katie. I might give her the first letter. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to say it. It is, but it starts with a T. Warmer. Warmer. Uh-huh. There's two guys with T names. He's just like, no, not that one. (laughs) But I'm not going to say it. (laughs) I'm like, of course he didn't know. He would have said something. No. And you can't even say his intuition because he didn't even say that either. He was just like, "Mm." when he got pressed, he was just like. "Mm." He was just really hoping someone was not there for the right reasons. (sighs) Well, when we get into the when we get into the rose ceremony, this says a lot that Mike was chosen as the ambassador. It does say a lot. I, Becca, when these men formed a union. This was smart. This is one of the smartest plays I've seen in a while. This was a smart play. I am really alive for a lot of these men. I am a fan of a lot of these men. The fact that they did not let it divide them, but instead (laughs) that they came together as a united front against (laughs) Carl (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) got rid of him. It was impressive. Yeah. It was a move. Yeah, it was definitely a move. And to put someone like Mike, who she already trusts, who it seems like all yes. the guys trust. Put the innocent man in uh-huh. front of her. The man with the, the, the pure, the, the, the pure <laughs> <Righteous>. of heart. <laughs> it was like something out of like, a Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe thing. Mike, the pure of heart. Put him in front of the queen. She cannot resist. Or like the Scarlet Letter or something. Who here is sinless? You know, who here... Who cannot throw the first stone? <laughs> Mike! <laughs> who has never thrust their penis into anyone? It's just Mike! Michael! The blameless! Uh. Can we please we're calling him Mike the blameless? <laughs> Mike the blameless. <laughs> it was incredible, though. You know what made me think? I go... We have some uh we have some watchers of the show. On we this have some season. strategists here too. We have some fans of The Bachelor. Work some, but we've also got someone who's a forward thinker, thinking out of the box. I have this feeling Tell that me. Andrew, not Andrew S, our British accent king, but instead Andrew M, our Newport lawyer. I noticed them show him a couple times because like saying communication is key, and that he's like kind of like talking to the guys. <laughs> I have this feeling that Andrew M behind this behind the scenes is kind of like orchestrating everything. Orchestrating the DA. I love that theory. He's the he's the assistant DA. Mm, the man knows I'm about strategy. Really living for that theory. <laughs> Andrew Andrew M might not go far because she does not know who he is. Yep. But he is here for the strategy of the house. He's here for the house. And we love it. So and then she of course she asks if everyone feels the same way. Everyone just like silently grimly nodding. They're like, thumbs down. <laughs> we <Finish> say, no. <laughs> also, I Mike said when he was he what he was third to get called up. Um he said that they have come together as a unit in solidarity. <laughs> and I fell out of my chair laughing. That is Andrew M giving him a full lawyer speech beforehand. Some of these words that sometimes we don't use. Mike was just like reciting, looking at the back of his hand in <laughs> the mirror over and over. Unit a solid Unit of Solitaire. Different. Unit of uh, They didn't think about the fact that it would solidarity. be easier if he put it on the inside of his palm and like kind of talked to her like this. They put it so he's doing this. He's just like, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. It was incredible. So, yeah. uh, She then walks out of the rose ceremony. Okay. So, when Caitlin and Taysha told her that they were like, we stand behind you, I thought, regardless of your decision, and I was like, oh, so this means that producers are telling her to keep Carl. And Taysha and Caitlin are like, as ambassadors of production, we stand behind you if you want to keep Carl. That was the vibe that I got. I, I wrote in my notes right before she walked out. I'm like, this is when we need Tasha and Caitlin. If I was Katie, I'd be running. I'd be so excited it was Tasha and Caitlin, not Chris Harrison, because I'd be like, they've gone through this. I need your guys' actual opinions. And then when they were like, well... The good thing about it is it's your decision, not theirs. And I'd be like, "What Give kind of production bullshit an is this? Give me an answer. Cut the mic. Should I leave him here or get rid of him? For the love of God, please." So that was interesting because that gave me the impression that she was going to keep him around, and then she went in and she axed that man. I mean, so I was shocked. Katie is is a woman who who knows how she feels and who makes decisions. Im- I mean, we're seeing her cutting guys. She is choosing men that we would not. I mean, her her first three is the first guy that she gave a rose to was David, who has been super quiet, and I forgot about David, who is, by the way, so attractive. I keep forgetting about him, and then Hunter, and then Connor C, who I've we've never seen before. Like the the first guy she's choosing, I mean. Kitty, and then she's cuts Carl, the drama starter. I, I'm she's doing her own thing. I wonder if that's what they mean by like production, like she was difficult for production. If that was, uh, if that rumor is indeed true, and that's probably the kind of shit that they're saying though. It's difficult, like they're like keep Carl around and. She's like no, <laughs> yeah. She's like she was quote unquote difficult for production because she's actually trying to find somebody. Yeah, and who knows? I feel like they say that about like every year the past three year, three years. But remember, they said the uh, the filming was shorter than usual because she figured out what she wanted. She like did it quick. She okay. did a speed round through The Bachelorette. Okay. Um. So anywho ultimately she sends Carl home she sends the she sends Garrett home we never got to know the Garrett because we know Katie we know Katie is not here for Garrett so I'm not surprised that that was gone quick um I think the guy's name was Tyler and then yeah, I didn't sweet him. John Aww. John John. I hope we see John in Paradise did you notice that the men clapped when he walked out <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. They gave that. him like a, st- I mean, they were already standing, like basically a like, standing mm-hmm. ovation. Good guy. No, John. it was just like he walked out, everyone's <laughs> smiling, and they're like, John, we respect you. Now, on the flip side, this part in the episode was the part that I will never forget. It is seared into my brain for all eternity. When Carl was walking out, did you see what happened? No. Okay. After we're done recording this, I'm going to make you go watch this because it's the wildest thing. So Carl's name does not get called. All the guys are hugging and saying goodbye to each other. So Carl walks away from them up to Katie, maybe about two feet from Katie, makes eye contact with her, then turns his back on Katie with his hands in his pockets and kind of like stands there and keeps kind of looking back at her. Like, are you going to say goodbye to me two feet away from her? And then he slowly just starts to walk out the door. And as he's walking out the door, he keeps looking at Katie and she they're looking at each other. And he's just like. Like. Carl would not say goodbye to her. He was making her say goodbye to him <laughs> and he was waiting standing there waiting for her to say goodbye. It was the wildest thing I've ever seen with an exit. No acknowledgement, no goodbye. And he was begging, <laughs> standing in front of her like this. With, wait, with his back to her? So basically, if, if I'm Carl and the wall is Katie, he walked up, looked at her, and then stood like this. With his hands in his pockets. Literally two feet away from her like this. (laughs) Shifting on his feet. And then she didn't walk forward and say anything to him. Because it's like, dude, walk one more foot closer to me. You're leaving. And then he eventually kind of was like. And to start to walk away. And it was like. And pause and then kept walking a little further and pause. I I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was just like, dude, just say bye. Like she didn't say anything mean about you. Or if you're not going to say bye, just like walk out. But it was so uncomfortable. And honestly, it was extremely embarrassing. Wow. It was wild. Not surprised. And I feel like it happened really quick because I thought I was going to be seeing one million memes about it. And I didn't see any, and I'm like... I didn't, did-? I didn't catch it. Uh, everybody needed to go back and watch it. It's it's wild. It's actual madness. Wow. It's so Carl. It's just like you couldn't have had a more Whoa. Carl exit. Wow. Joking. Uh, anywho. Okay, very so the group date, uh, Nick's coming in to... And <laughs> what better date for Nick to come into than to force everyone to open up and he himself never shared anything vulnerable he just sat around as literally everyone else in the room shared their deepest darkest i was really really hoping that nick was gonna gonna say something i was dying this basically what they walked into was an ask nick episode (laughs) this was a vial files ask nick episode i bet he was literally shaking not being able to give advice to anyone oh i know you know nick you know afterwards Nick was just like, he's seeing Thomas being like a goddamn mess. And, you know, Nick was just like, guys, the producer was like, guys, just let me just, just a quick, just a five minutes. Because we talk about it a lot. Nick picks up on, he he tends to have quite a good radar himself and on when like we shady mean, characters. And when we mean quite a good radar, we mean that Nick pretty much agrees with us on all of our opinions. <laughs> But there's been times where we don't agree with him, and then he's right about True. somebody. Um, and I, I would love—I actually am very interested to ask him what his thoughts were when meeting the guy. But well, he went in straight for Hunter, dude. My, I laughed so hard me too. when they were in that circle, and for and, and it looked <laughs> like they were about to like—I don't know if it looked like uh, like an AA meeting or like it reminded yes. me yes. kind of of, of like some church youth group yes. dynamic yeah. where everyone's super uncomfortable yeah. and they have to share their testimony yeah. Yeah. and i'm like quaking because yeah. i'm like my testimony is boring <laughs> it's not good enough and when he, dude when he had the dead silence and then he just turns hey hunter how and, you doing <laughs> and, poor hunter okay wait so hunter's a dad too Hunter is a father. To two, not one, but two. two. But he's never mentioned the kids that we've seen. I don't think that we've seen. And I, I loved his the most. Becca, I love Hunter so much. He is, we must protect him. We must protect Hunter. And I wasn't, again, I wasn't seeing any memes about protecting Hunter last night. (laughs) Where are the memes about protecting Hunter? I'm going to protect Hunter. And I also want to say that I feel like I feel pretty validated in our initial opinions about who we thought Hunter might be, okay? I have no idea what we said about him. Well, he was like, we thought maybe he was a bartender and he was like always talking with everybody. He was everybody's friend and he just was kind of that dynamic. I feel like later on in the episode, we see that part of who Definitely. Hunter is. Definitely, Caring guy. I, he's just, I, I loved his his vulnerability. I treasure this man. And okay, why was it your favorite? Well, I mean, he just basically, and I bet this was low-key like healing for his ex-wife because he was just straight up like, I blew it. Like I was such a shitty partner and like a shitty dad and I didn't have my priorities straight. And what I love to is he is basically like what I, I was reading between the lines where he's like, I would go back and, you know, like change anything I could. And I'm going to make sure I never do this again. And I believed him. So mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I'm trusting this man out of everyone here to know what it takes to be a devoted dad and a devoted partner. And he's made all those mistakes already. So you better believe it seems like round two. He is he is all in. Completely agree. When he specifically the moment where he said, Oh, when we started crying, I was like, oh, I felt it right in my mm. gut. Um, when he said that after uh, she was pregnant with their second one and he started to use work to, as a justification mm. and he would say, you know, I'm doing it to support the family, but it was for himself. And basically it was just upfront about the fact that like, I used work as an excuse to be selfish and do what I wanted to do. That is so fucking real. Mm-hmm. Like that's the real shit. Mm-hmm. That's not this like, you know, uh I, you know obviously some people have some extremely tragic stories, but that felt just so like if I'd hear that from somebody who I was going on a date with, I'd be like, "Wow. The fact that you're not making any excuses, that you weren't like, "Oh, when we just kind of grew apart and she didn't da da da" The fact that you were like, no, I used work as a justification to do what I wanted to do and I regret that Well, and that's highly. the thing. That says so much more about someone's character than like, like a tragedy, even though that can't shape someone. I'm not saying it's like better or anything, but to me that just says a little bit more about you as a person because yeah. you're admitting to one of your biggest faults in your life. And, he, and the fact that he talked a about, one. he's like, this is the person who I thought I was going to spend the rest of my yeah. life with and she's amazing. And so you have also someone who's experienced great loss. Yeah. And... I was just sitting there going like, man, I that's a great example to his kids. His kids sitting there being like, my dad made a mistake, but like my dad's willing to take ownership of the mistakes. Again, instead of just making excuses and trying to put it on his mom, the fact that he's supporting their mother and saying that he was the one who did it. I mean, what what a beautiful example to your children. Well, and also he didn't even do that whole bullshit of being like, well, it's better for everyone. Like everyone's Mm -hmm. happier now. He was like, I fucked things up in my marriage and I fucked things up for my kids by like splitting their parents apart. Like, you know i good guy hunter we love i love hunter so much (laughs) and i continue to love hunter more and more as the episode continues. me too i am such a huge fan yeah i had some sleeper favorites this episode hunter and then also i really like aaron (laughs) and i was so shocked by that i was like i like him a lot last week i was like i was like i think i love aaron and you like, you know, like him. and there's something where you're like, I feel like I shouldn't because I feel like you guys are trying to create a person that I shouldn't like. I feel yeah. like production is trying to make him kind of be a villain. No, I see like this, no. I kind of see him as this like honest kind of guy who's just kind of like, he's got nothing to hide. I'm like, I feel like Hunter's the guy who like becomes like, is in my group of friends, and when shit goes down, Hunter gets super riled up, and I'm psyched to hear about it from Hunter. Like, oh, yeah. Hunter comes in, he's like, can you fucking believe that that person? I'm like, you tell us, Hunter. <laughs> or, Hunter, excuse me, you tell us, Aaron. You tell us everything about this shit. Come on, man. Like, I'm, I'm so into it. Now, on the other hand, though, then we have Thomas, who the guy... <laughs> this is what I love. This is why I did like Aaron, is Aaron's just like... Like immediately distrustful of Thomas <laughs> Aaron and Trey and Justin those three men cannot hide any of their emotions no, Justin's on their face. facial expressions were pretty funny and I'm I'm, and I live for the three of them and just they're <laughs> it's just anytime there's someone talking they don't like it's just like <laughs> <laughs> and you're like oh my God been after my own I heart, love it. it. I love it. It's just like there's no poker face at all. So, yes, Thomas. I mean, I like that he admitted to being there for the wrong reasons. And I will say that in his defense later on when they're pressing him for that. I actually like that. Obviously, he is hiding something much darker (laughs) and deeper. Don't know what it is. It was funny. After the episode ended, I was talking with Ev about it. And I was like, it's funny because the bones of what's happening... I feel like Becca... I'm like, I feel like Becca and I would respect... Would be in Thomas's court, yeah. Because we know that a lot of people are there for the platform. Totally. Let's be real. And it takes a lot of balls to admit that, like week three. And it takes and it takes a lot of honesty to be like, listen, we say so many people are there because you want to... You, two things can be true. You can want to find love and you also can go, well, worst case scenario... I get some followers from this, or I become the bachelor or bachelorette. Like, come on, yeah, it's this bullshit. Like, it, and as all the guys call him out on later, it's the whole bullshit. Just like, and there's no one I'd rather be here now than you. Like, that's the. I think that's where the shit is. So yeah, the the bones of what Thomas was saying, I was like, I appreciate the honesty, but the dude is so shady
1: that yeah. you're like,
0: I feel like this man is is the type of guy. Who knows exactly what he's doing? Mm-hmm. Where he gives you a little breadcrumb of truth to make you feel safe. Well, there's like, a whole mountain of shit. Exactly. Well, exactly. we'll get to more about him, but next let's talk about Connor, um, because I liked Connors too, and I, I gotta Connors. say I like I like Connor. I'm well. I uh, <laughs> actually, we'll get to that in a minute on the evening portion of the date, but yeah, Connor, I love. I love who Connor is, and then when he is with Katie, make out Connor makes my body hurt. He needs to stop like he needs to he does this whole like thing with his chin. Fine. I'll just get into it. Yeah. The great <laughs> thing about Connor is one. He obviously took the assignment very seriously and he you can tell that he's the kind of person that pours his heart into like yes. in his interactions with people and everyone. And I'm sure he's a really, really great teacher because you can just tell that he gives his all yeah. into every situation. He's even also these does, group He's dates. also a spin class instructor and, you know, he kills that, too. Oh my God. I, I like, I can't with Connor, but I also like love him. I'm just like, oh my God, this guy, I can't. You know, he's the one you invite him to your potluck, of course. And he's like, I decided to make like a seven layer chili dip. And you're like, oh, Connor, I already got guac and, guac and salsa for the chips. And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, but this is my mom's recipe for her seven layer bean dip. Maybe you can say that, babe. He's like telling me, you know, his friend, you know, whatever. He's like, just save the guac and salt so you can make tacos for the kids tomorrow. And you're like, no, no, I got no, the seven layer beaches. And you're like, no, it's okay. You can just take that back. Like you can you can like have that throughout the week, whatever. Yeah. And he's just <laughs> But I worked on this for six hours. I've been prepping for one a while. hour per layer. I already took a photo of it and posted it on Instagram and I said so- my friends are gonna absolutely love this. <laughs> <laughs> made with love. Hashtag made with love. <laughs> That's so, cool. That's so Connor. That's why I just can't with Connor. But I, I also like oh, love who he is. Yeah. So we oh took it god. so seriously. He admitted to having substance abuse issues. Admitted to cheating. Admitted to basically being a huge dick. And uh, and we love that. You know. He took us through his whole journey, man. Like he he. I will I'll be completely real with you. When when this first started, I was feeling very nervous <sighs> about what was going to happen. I Me was like, too. oh my god, what is he about Me to too. say? When he was talking about like getting angry or with his girlfriend, I was like, oh my God. I, oh, I was too. I was me feeling too. like really, really stressed. Um But no, I you know, I I really appreciate again, it's the same thing as Hunter. I so appreciate the fact that Connor <clears throat> was forthcoming about the fact that he's cheated. Like you said, also the substance abuse issues. There was no excuse made. Um and especially especially when you're like a grown ass person really wanting to ha- yeah. get, be in a relationship like it's one thing when i'm 20 and i hear about somebody and it's like oh gosh like but when you're like i'm an adult we've all made mistakes the fact that you are so straightforward what i know is that now you and i can start a relationship and if you're acting a little off i can literally in a safe way bring up like should i be concerned like yeah. is everything okay mm-hmm. like are we good? Like, let's talk. And I know because you've been open with me already that we can have these conversations. Yes. That's a really good foundation for the relationship. I also liked that, which we we're going to get to this in a minute, but I really liked how he was one of the few guys who immediately addressed what Katie shared mm-hmm. about her sexual assault experience. And he was just like, I'm real." like, he wasn't afraid to go there. And I always love that. Cause he was just like, I'm really sorry you experienced that. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for sharing. And so he like, wasn't afraid to, and so I re- always like when someone's like that. And mm. but he's okay. got to stop going in for the kiss like that. The kiss—it's so intense. It needs like Connor. Connor—he's one of those people that can really actually benefit from like a kissing lesson. Yes, he's someone who soaps up. Yes, knowledge. those classes that like help you, like you, where you can practice. Listen, Connor—a kiss less is more is dynamic. It Doesn't always have to be on ten. Coming at a two. Less is more. Let her lead. <laughs> For you, I'm gonna say less is more. I feel like maybe your natural inclination is to go at 100. So just let her. It's so intense and always the hair. And listen, I love someone grabbing my hair, but like again, in a certain setting and not every single time, immediately. I'm mean, gonna. It's like <sighs> Michael. I don't know if you peeped this, but during Michael's date, sweet Michael was like starting with a very soft kiss. And then a few minutes in, he's got her up against that car and he's grabbing her butt. I was shocked in the best way about Michael. Michael. I, I noted the same thing. I noted the beginning of the kiss because, and I felt the same way because one of my biggest tips, men... For kisses, this is just my personal tip. Some ladies might like something different, but I feel like you can't go wrong with this. Now, don't just make your lips still, but keep your head still. This is my tip for men. Mm -hmm. Keep your head still. Yeah, don't be bobbing and weaving everywhere. Or or pushing forward. Please don't do that. Please. I'm so triggered even thinking about it. Mm. Keep your head still. Make, let your lips do the action. Maybe mm-hmm. do your hands with the, the body, but keep your neck and chin and head still just for the first minute or so. Mm-hmm. Let her lead, let her move, like let her physically move towards yeah. you. You can let your mouth move, but it's, so many men and, are just too aggressive oh, with and, and pushing al- your face. And also for the <gasps> love of God, you don't need to, you, you don't need to give us tongue within the first two seconds, okay? And when you do- oh, God. Please, uh, please, I'm again. Nauseous. When you do, have a soft tongue. Oh my god! Keep your tongue relaxed. Don't do this, darty. Don't fucking shoot a snake at us with your tongue. I there don't know what it is, but I'm worse. nauseous this morning, and you're literally <laughs> like the thought of this big slimy tongue. Just like I'm uh, uh, pushing. I'm just pushing their face. Ugh, nothing I makes like, me more nauseous. I would rather personally, and then I, I don't want to leave you in your nauseous state. But I would much rather have a like a soft like loose tongue that no 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 then when someone's to my chin. <laughs> when someone's tongue is like flexed and like darting in your mm. mouth that's disgusting that is the, that is the worst and i there was a guy and i'm I, he it, it will forever be it, it will forever make my heart hurt in fact you know what maybe what i'm going to do today is i'm going to find him on instagram and i'm going to send reach him out. a message reach and reach out. out to be like i just feel like i need to give you this tip because the hottest guy I've ever made out with my, in my life. Like the hottest guy. Objectively, just, yeah. Objectively, hands down. The second that we were having a moment and he was leaning in, I there were fireworks going off in my brain and I was like, I would like to thank my parents for mm-hmm. giving birth to me. I never thought in my wildest dreams. I would dreams, like to thank his parents I would for be, giving birth to him. <laughs> that I would be kissing a man that looks like that. It was the worst. Now And, and it that, was the darty tongue. Another tip, yeah. He had nice lips and it was that fucking and i was trying to like maneuver it and be like yo like come on like like work with me i'm yeah. trying to like craft you i'm trying to make you into like i'm trying to form you like clay stop stop with the tongue my other oh. my other two quick tips are with the tongue and this is obviously the, the first minute or two just for starters you guys can get creative after <laughs> just, just just start slow yeah just love. chill just chill don't move your tongue past the threshold of the other person's yes. lips. If you do want to enter in some tongue in the first minute or two, just a little like just on slip, the edge, a little brush, just maybe a smidgy bit past your own teeth. Lick That's the all. other person's like, like just gently, like this sounds disgusting as I'm describing it. Maybe like gently brush the other person's lip with your tongue. Yeah, even just but when you're don't insert it. it into their mouth. No need. No, no need. We don't need that. We really don't. Like, not it should your tongue should not go farther than like this. In the first minute, I don't know. Unless the unless the makeout session is getting like, unless she's initiating it, sloppy all over the place. Sure, unless and, and for me personally, unless we're getting to a makeout session where it's like it's getting it's getting weird and we're about to do some weird shit, I don't need an excessive amount of tongue. Of course I don't, it's I don't always need about it jammed down my throat constantly. You know what God I mean? No, it's always about the vibe, and let it's her lead in yeah. a bit. Yeah. And then also you don't have don't, don't stiffen your lips either. You know the let you know. No, but this is what I'm saying the lips and the tongue when both when the lip, when the lip, lips are stiff and the tongue is stiff that's a problem. So when in doubt, just be loose, loosey goosey. You know what the problem is it's all these fucking stupid. It's just like porn. It's rom coms when people are getting pressed into the walls and immediately, immediately thirty seconds once they're done with dinner. Yeah, that leave that. That's a one in ten you know situation that happens yeah but most of the time just play it cool man be a michael be a michael be a michael you're gonna you can ask beforehand and then you softly (sighs) get into it and then you you take it up a notch you know what i mean yeah be a michael there's there's room to go there's room for shit to get wilder just no need to start out there exactly Okay, should we take a quick pause? Yes, let's do it to, to take a breath before we get a into word some from more our topics. sponsors. Yes, a word from our sponsors indeed to distract me and distract your nausea. We need a palate <laughs> cleanser, um, Broad. Let's talk about one of my least favorite subjects of all time. Next side to forceful tongues, horrific tongue kissing. Oh, oh God. Uh, personal debt oh that also Uh makes me nauseous yeah it just makes us nauseous makes our skin crawl if you've been a very young adult with a freshly activated credit card like myself uh there's a good chance that you can relate no matter if the amount of debt you have is big or small it's all relative anyway carrying over any amount of debt can be absolutely anxiety-inducing and honestly, just a seemingly hopeless situation at times. Um, it's a lot easier to get into debt than it is to get out, and that's why I Upstart wants to make things easier on you with a personal loan all online. Upstart is the best, most effective way to help get rid of any kind of debt. They can take care of anything from paying off credit cards to consolidating high-interest debt, even funding personal expenses. And unlike other lenders that just use your credit score to determine your loan eligibility, Upstart looks at a lot of different factors, which means they can offer smarter rates to you using their trusted partners. All it takes is a five-minute online rate check, and you're going to be able to see your rate upfront for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. And you'll be able to access the funds super fast, like in as little as one business day after accepting your loan. Sometimes the need for funds comes out of nowhere, which is why knowing that Upstart is always just a few clicks away to help is so huge. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com chatty. That's upstart.com chatty. And don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. And loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application just go to upstart.com slash chatty so if you've been a chatty broads listener since the beginning then you have for sure heard us talk about our next sponsor because they are an og chatty broad supporter and let me tell you we love them you know i'm talking about fabfitfun the best subscription box out there, and just when we thought FabFitFun couldn't get any better, they better any butter and better, <laughs> they proved us wrong because as of this season, FabFitFun is now the only 100% customizable subscription box. Holy smokes! That means, right? You can customize every single item that's in every. your box. Every single item. The choice is yours. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal, though: you do have to be an annual member. So mm-hmm. if you've been debating signing up, let me tell you why I love my box. First of all, the problem. Are unbelievable in each season's box. You get full size—that's right, full size, not sample size—wellness, beauty, and lifestyle products. And not only are they full size, but the products include some of the most coveted items of the season that you won't find even in stores. Sometimes I haven't done the math, but I'm pretty sure that most of the standalone products are worth more than what you pay for the entire box. Mm-hmm, seriously, it's true. I got my uh, summer FabFitFun box just a few weeks ago, and I swear to you. Every single product is amazing. Of course, I found a few new favorites like I always do, but trust me, the whole thing is perfect. Um, I'm already counting down days until my fall box arrived, and I've been using all of these summer products from my Fat Fit Fun box. I'm packing them into one of my bags that I got in my Fat Fit Fun Love box it. to the beach. I'm living. Love it. Order your summer box today. Sign up now. You can snag amazing products like the Society6 Outdoor Blanket or the Supergoop Unseen Sunscreen. Oh, I love that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Get all of that when you customize. And don't forget to use coupon code CHATTY for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Plus, for a limited time only, annual members will receive an extra gift valued at $125 with their purchase while supplies last. That's coupon code Chatty for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. All right. So let's talk about Katie. And just a heads up, we are going to be talking about um, sexual assault. Um, so after all of the men share, Katie decides that she's going to share herself. And she um, opens up. She talks about how she hasn't like talked to anybody about this. Um, about her own sexual assault. Uh, she talks about how she felt like she was in denial about what happened. So she tried to form a relationship with this person, um, because she didn't want to believe what happened. Um, and then after that ended that she didn't want to have sex for years and didn't want to talk about sex. And this is one of the reasons why I, I like, I love Katie so much. We've obviously had this conversation on the show before and every time it's it's so incredibly powerful that people are willing to be vulnerable and it's like so that people at home watching don't feel alone and, and it's, it's so powerful. But with Katie, specifically what she was really vocal about was she was talking about consent. She was talking about not feeling responsible because she was drinking, Um, talking about how someone shouldn't feel guilted into ever having sex or not wanting to talk about it. And I just felt like, I was I was just, like, the fact that she was willing to be that vulnerable, that was one of those conversations that, like, as I was watching it, I'm like, this has to make so many people feel so much less alone when they're watching it. And also, such an important conversation for, like, younger people watching it. That consent was such a big part of the conversation and not feeling responsibility in all of this. And I just, I mean, I was just so grateful that she was willing to have this conversation in front of everybody and and share that it was really intense Hmm. yeah it was also kind of triggering for me too because I was like oh I'm sure that there's like plenty of guys there like not plenty but I'm sure there's like more than one guy that are in that room that have like put women through that situation and I was just like this sucks yeah I mean we can't assume that though oh no I mean like statistically someone in that room no, has done that and like that's where I'm just like it's just shitty and I and I wish that there had been more acknowledgement like from the men and maybe we didn't see it because it was cut out but like the only person we saw was um, Connor who like even talked to her about it after I believe I may have that wrong but like I would have liked to see more of the men chime in because again, it's one of those things and I fucking love Mm -hmm. Katie for talking about it, but it's one of those things where it's like it shouldn't be put on Nick or anyone. Yeah. It's like, of course, it's like her responsibility to have the last word on that. And like not even Nick or any of the other guys are going to like chime in with like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it would be kind of taking the floor away from her which wouldn't be appropriate, but it's sort of like, yeah, I'd like to see more conversations uh, from men on the show about how important it is like to have consent and to make sure that a situation is fully consensual and that the person isn't being coerced into the situation. And that's something we've like literally never seen on the show before. No, absolutely. No, you're completely right. And I think to um, what would have been also like just a a topic that could have been a great opening for discussion with the men is specifically when she spoke about um you know the fact that no one should have to feel any sort of guilt if they don't want to have sex yeah um and that's like yes. such a huge fucking conversation that is not spoken about enough in our community um i mean that made <laughs> me really feel like she was. Sec- that was to me a proving point of like, oh, yes. that is really sex positive. That it, it like that's what like that's where I was like, oh my god, the fact that she's we have someone who and then we, she's willing to share her journey where it's like I after the horrific trauma she went through, I didn't want to talk about it and I didn't want to have sex. And her journey has been that now she is at this specific point, but then she also made clear that if you're not and you don't want to, that's okay too. You know, I, yeah, yeah, it was just, I was like, I was just, I was, I was very grateful that they had, that she was willing to share that. And I was also, not to give ABC any fucking credit, but I was happy that at least abc did not make this clickbait on their commercials Mm. because i don't remember don't know if you remember when kaylin oh i totally remember and how much of a clickbait and it was so just atrocious that they would use kaylin's trauma as clickbait on this show when she was having this really intense conversation so i was happy at least that that was um it seemed like we saw the full conversation that katie had and then it also wasn't used as clickbait you know baby steps I guess but anywho um so oh also another thing that I loved about Katie just off of it was that um and I'm going backwards a little bit but I fucking love that Katie after Hunter shared and after Connor shared I feel like we would have seen a lot of Bachelorettes all of a sudden be like I'm feeling a little nervous because oh yeah you know and and everyone has their right to feel of course it's, especially again, well own- especially if you're someone that's been cheated on before exactly, you've, been, you've exactly. been with someone with sex issues and it's and it's, issues, et cetera. Ab- it's absolutely everyone's right and and to feel exactly how you want to feel when someone shares that they've cheated before and all of this but because they specifically had a date where it's like share your deepest darkest secrets that she then actually truly was a safe place. It wasn't a trap. (laughs) It was a safe place where she was like, share it with me. And then when Connor shared, she was like, I'm so grateful that he shared. And then when she had her conversation with him later, she was like, thank you so much for telling me everything. Totally. And I felt the same way as her, where it's like, you, you trust these guys even more because they're willing to put it all out there. Yeah. And you trust that this is like one of their darkest times that you know about. And that's out of the way Unlike. Yeah. Thomas, we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's lurking behind the scenes here. Now, this is the interesting thing, though. I'm not sure. We didn't see any of Justin's confession, which I thought was interesting. And I keep... Did you notice that? Like, we didn't even see a clip. We didn't see a single thing. No, we didn't even see his mouth moving while she's doing her voiceover talking about the experience. So do you think there's a bomb that's going to get dropped at some point? Do you think they're hiding something from us and that he'll get far and that then there's going to be a bomb dropped and they're trying to, like, not let us see any of it? Or do you think he's, like... I think it was probably just a boring confession is my uh, guess. Okay. Okay. Like it's just probably Yeah, because like, they didn't really show, they didn't show. We're uh, not a boring one. I just have an idea that in comparison to the other guys, it might where he's just like, and that's why I was sad when my parents got divorced or something. Right. Well, because like, James, okay. James the box guy too, that was the same thing. He started to talk. Now, Courtney's, we heard one line where he was just like, yeah, I made that mistake yeah. and I broke trust with her. And you're like, wait, what happened? <laughs> I'm like, I'd like to know. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and then David, it was like chose his career over love. I just don't know who Justin is. Like, and that's just a weird thing. I'm like, who is Justin? What's his deal? I really am not sure if I like him or not. Like, he always seems to have something to say about someone else, but I haven't seen him talk much about himself aside from being a painter, which of course is nothing. I'm very interested to to see Justin on a one on one. I'd like to see a one on one with Justin. Actually, get to know Justin. Um, because obviously I find him very nice to see on my screen, but I feel the same way. I'm like, I don't know him at all yet. Yeah, and I'm like, kind of not sure about how I feel about like his vibe with Katie when they are like one on one. I'm Mm kind of like, I don't know. I'm not. I I haven't been like. I'm just gonna say I haven't been super impressed by him. Yeah, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence with Justin. Like his his reactions are funny, but I'm just like, haven't he hasn't he hasn't dazzled me. I don't. I don't love him, and I don't have a problem with him. I'm just a little bit like, I'm not sure. I do like watching his facial expressions, yes. though. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, let's talk about Thomas. Let's talk about Thomas. Let's talk about Thomas. Um, First of all, love how Katie pressed him. Katie would not let this man... We love to see it. So she pressed him from the, from the group, you know, initially. She kind of let off with that of, like, you didn't really lead into anything? You said there's a lot of red flags. Can you let me know what those <laughs> She's are? She's like, quick question. You said you had a, a overwhelming amount of red flags about you. Can you share a few of those? Now, I'm not sure about this conversation, but I will say in the later conversation when they're pressing him about whether or not he wanted to be The Bachelor, I feel like they are editing around making him look like he's talking around in circles a little bit more than he is. Okay. I believe he is, but I think that they are. They're exaggerating. I really it. noticed it with the guys at the end, where his. Like, his answers didn't even remotely match what they were asking about. But then, like, he did say yes about the Bachelor thing. And I'm like, I think that he might have answered that more, more early so. in the conversation. Like, right. I think he might have said that answer of, like, yes, I had considered it. But instead, they're editing this in, like, I'm so proud to be yeah. in a room with her. You know, I think they made him look a little bit more ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. In the that later, that wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, and I'm not sure if he did that here with Katie, but I love how then she was like, "I feel like you're dodging the question," and the man is—he's a dodgy one to the max. It, It was like, and then I love she's like, "Well, he's like you can you can ask me anything," and she's like, "Well." Can you just tell me, Totally. Like, oh my gosh, this, like, just fucking tell me, this dude. This reeks same, of how Carl and Thomas same energy in that way, where it's like both of these men would not answer a question. Well, this also reeks of like something my parents do, where it, like my my parents will drop like some bombshell about their past, and I'll be like, what? And my mom would be like. Well, we would we would have told you if you asked. I'm like, well, how did I know to ask what you were doing when you were blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, I t- was supposed to ask about something that I don't know what it is. What are you talking about? <laughs> so it's the same many, thing with Thomas. So many shady fairy you know? moments coming to my brain. Yeah. <sighs> what was I supposed to ask? <sighs> I'm like, yeah, Katie. I don't know what I don't know Katie's until like, like, I know. You're the one who said there were tons of red <sighs> flags about you, which is a wild thing to say, first of all. That feels very um Tons of bride flags. that's like something mm-hmm. that you do i mean it's interesting because like i know when i'm nervous i will make myself sound worse than i actually think i am we've talked about this with gray too like you try to make yourself sound almost worse and i feel like <laughs> like i'm like thomas there might be a part of thomas that d- is doing that too where like He's like, there's tons of red flags. And afterwards, it was like, fuck, why did I say that? Maybe I have like one or two. Well, so then <laughs> Or we, he's got millions. No, because then you see after when he's in his ITM and he's like, which, by the way, stands for in the moments, in case people don't know what ITM stands for, in the moment interviews. Um, he's like, I never get nervous. Like, fuck, I never, I never that's have that. True, I, I never get, and I was just like, no. Someone check on Thomas. He's, the man is hiding something. Let me make something very clear. I think he's hiding something. The question is Dings. is he hiding hiding one hundred yes, things exactly. or one big thing? like, what is it? Is it is it a thousand tiny things or is it one very large thing? Well, he would not. and then, oh,, uh, when she he would not answer the damn question, and then all of a sudden he throws around like, I wrote. He threw around like kind of this love vibe. Like he's like, oh, I'm just feeling a certain way, and like I don't want to sudden, say any. He said, I don't want to say a certain word. You Don't and you're want like, to say a certain word, and then he just, all of a sudden is kind of just like also like where do we live. Like we could buy a house anywhere. And that I'm was like, the most whoa, cringiest whoa. cringe. Oh, so and she bad. goes to be determined. I love her so much, but then she fell for it. Did she the second time? I think Thomas makes her little heart race, and I don't blame her. He is. <laughs> so pretty like he is so attractive don't you aspire to have like as few wrinkles as him like the man's face is like flawlessly glowing and just smooth. i i am like 1000 convinced and this is no shade because i'm calling thomas's doctor please thomas dm me i'm very convinced <laughs> that the man has botox because if and not, it is working for him. And it is working. And I want to find out who his doctor is ASAP because my doctor is shit in you, comparison. You don't see a pore on his goddamn <laughs> not face. Not a pore. We need his doctor. We need his skincare routine. Is Thomas, you might be the villain. I need everything that you do, my guy. Like, he probably eats super healthy, too. Watch him pop on so, the story. Hey, guys, you guys have been asking about my routine a lot. I'm like, we actually have been. <laughs> this we actually have been asking for. I use a two-week unwashed washcloth first about once every other day. Um, Or he just has, like, the combination of everything and also incredible... I mean, he's, he's just... He's just beautiful. So I get that, like... He's one of those guys. What I'm picking up from her is like she knows there's something shady. <laughs> but she might as well enjoy the but ride. But it's like, but look at him. And and he's, you know, giving me those eyes. And like, what am I supposed yeah, to do? It's not like she's like considering him to be her husband or anything I don't like think that. so. No, but I, I think she's, you know twitter paid it around but what was like what did he okay so can you please i know you know this because you keep up on it so obviously the guys got all mad when he went back around to talk to him talk to her again interrupted aaron not the man to interrupt um (laughs) i I literally wrote (laughs) wrong person to interrupt my guy (laughs) <laughs> Aaron is not the man who's doing. not And on top of everything he's literally talking about his father's stroke and he's talking about something really intense. I know, they're but they, even can know. they can never know. They can never know No, I know, but I'm saying literally of oh, that, all the times that he's interrupting yeah. is like this specific moment yeah. where Aaron's having a really hard <laughs> conversation. Aaron's finally sharing something about himself and not someone else's stuff that he poor guys are already always having to force to be talking about the other guys. He's finally having a moment about himself. And Thomas is pacing Thomas. <laughs> back and forth like a dog in a cage. And Aaron's all... Yeah, <laughs> lost my train of thought. Like I got off track. <laughs> <laughs> so buddy. It's so, so so, it's so good. So all right, you need to clarify for me because like I said, wasn't paying attention close enough. What did, did he say? he was falling in love with her? Did he no, not? He, he didn't, did right? not. Okay, that's what I thought. He did I was like, not. Did I miss something? Okay. He did not. And now this is part of the reason why the guys lost their shit because yeah. the man is getting caught in a million lies. Yes! Thomas, the man of a million lies and red <laughs> flags. <laughs> he he said to Katie a bunch of meaningless words but what he was saying is he's like, fear and love are the same. Without love, you cannot have fear. Without oh, fear, you cannot have love. Oh my God. And then he's like, he, and then he said... And I'm feeling fear for the first time in a long time. That is so the most roundabout bullshit. That's so stupid. It's, I wrote meaningless words in all caps. <laughs> I was like, I don't even understand. I thought he was actually going to come back in my, in my, in your idiocy, naivete, in my naivete. <laughs> I believed he was going to come back and actually answer the question because yeah. he was so nervous in the ITMs. I was like, he's going to come back and he's going to give her a little bit of a nugget of one of his red. He's going to hand her one red flag. And, oh, but no, he instead did, like, a fear-love switch-off and then tried to, like, bewitch her, and then they made out. That's so funny. And then this man has the audacity to come back to the group and legitimately tell Aaron his time is worth more. That was some wild shit. I could not believe. That That is... that was hilarious to me. Erin goes, so my time is more important or your time is more important. And Thomas is like, yes. <laughs> Just direct. And we have never, I don't think we have ever seen in the history of this show someone because they always fucking say that. Oh, what, your man. time is more valuable? And they're always like, well, no. Duh, duh, duh. We have never seen someone go, yes, 100% my time is more valuable. And oh my on- God. Justin's face when he said that he told told her he was falling in love with her. Oh Oh my god, God. that was hilarious! Aaron and Aaron said he was disgusted. Connor said (laughs) it was making a mockery of love. It was incredible. Also, not only did Thomas say that his time is worth more than Aaron's, he then also said to Aaron, "Sorry, it's." After he said he's falling in love with Katie, and the guys were giving him a hard time, he goes, "Sorry, it's not something you're ever going to (laughs) understand." The audacity! The audacity on this man! I have never in my life. I'm kind of here for it. And then Aaron, the line of the night says that he's a cancer and they must cut out every piece of it until he's gone. I'm like, oh my God, that's violent. <laughs> Aaron, there are so many things that Aaron says that are so extreme. He's meant for reality that's TV. The lines him. are so extreme. Takes, that you're like, Who does he remind me of? He reminds me of some character. Like, I bet he is just going to be king of the beach in, in, I really indirectly. I mean like, if they don't have him on the beach, they are really. It reminds doing us me like a, a little bit of Blake without like the fuck up part, like Yes. Kind of that energy where like everyone's probably gonna be coming to Aaron about their problems. Yes, I feel you know they're gonna have Aaron and Thomas on the beach. Aaron's of so pure to me, like me too. you know, like I and Blake's kind of pure to me in that way too. Yeah. I'm just like you're saying wild things and fucked up things, but like we're you're, you're transparent as fuck, my guy. You know, like you're we're, we're seeing I you. I can't help but like Aaron. I can't help but like him. I feel like a lot of people are not going to be a fan. There's no reason to distrust him, though. I you know, just, that's why I like him. I one of my favorite things ever, and that's when I texted you and I said I think. I'm in love with Aaron. Is when Katie called his name last week about the Carl situation, and his face was just. <laughs> and then she pulled him. He's like, I can't. I think I can't think of anything. I think All these guys are they're great guys. <laughs> that's the I loved him so much. That's the kind of thing for some reason that gives me like Blake energy, where he's yeah. just that, that like. <gasps> and then oh, throughout this Then when he's talking to the men this The remainder of this episode Where he's always just like Oh man Thomas is smart He's very <laughs> smart Carl, he made a lot of mistakes, but Thomas, I gotta give him credit. The man's smart. He's <laughs> he a cancer. Not like, who does he remind me of? God. And for a second, when he said he's a cancer. I literally thought he was talking about astrology signs. I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron <laughs> threw out an astrology sign either. Astrology honestly, reference. honestly, I really wouldn't. Like, but some fucking Gemini of him, he's all pissed. I. Well, the good news is, the good news is, is that Thomas did not get the date Rose because Katie is she. She knows. She gave it to Connor B. Yeah, who was who did very just, transparent. Did seem to deserve it. Um, this is just going to be a struggle, though, because you can tell that the sexual stuff is not. Uh, oh no, not working. When right he now. kissed her, she pulled back again quickly. Same Abearably. as last episode. I know. So it's almost one of those things where you're, she's like, she's, she's just not wishing. S- yeah, she's she's, she's 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 probably trying it's wishful thinking. It's like I am hoping that this that I like him a lot, and I am hoping that the sexual chemistry gets there for me. I've oh, been there. Yeah, same. That's painful. It, it, you know what? And and it could with a little kissing lessons, I feel like things could be sure. really good for them. Sure. Cuz he's got, you know, he's got what it takes. And honest to God, Connor, he surprises me. He surprises me every week. Honestly, even the fashion. I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> he all of a sudden pulls out in like the in the confession circle, he's wearing like like a Cuban like deep V shirt <laughs> with chains tucked in tight to some pants and then the next one he's wearing like a peacoat with like four chains. I'm so confused by who he is and I and I love it. It's like he shows up as a cat, you find out he's got a past, he's a really nice guy, unsure about the fashion but it's actually like there's some good pieces, but then they're not pair perfect. I don't know. I'm I am i i he's a fascinating man. I don't think he knows what he's going for either in terms of the fashion department. But, I, but he's trying and I appreciate he's that. He's, he's always trying. He's the guy He's, he's a lifelong trying. learner. Yeah. You know? As say. Will that's be probably learning. a speech he gives to his class each year. He's like, I want you guys to be lifelong learners. I want you, you know? to teach me. I want you to love <laughs> curiosity, you know, and always be learning. Learning learning isn't just done in a classroom. You, Life <laughs> is learning. Do you think Day one, he comes in. Uh, he's never done this before, but now that he's famous from the show, do you think first day class he comes in in a cat suit? And he's like, "Let's be curious, like a bunch of cats." I feel like no. Connor's is the type of guy who shows up in a cat suit. No, I think he has a fake rose with a note on every person's desk. You uh, know, with like a little can, a little chocolate or something, so they better. like him much better. You know, much better. <laughs> You'd be like, I like I, I like I hope this class gets your gets your rose this year yes, or something. Not yes. creepy, just you Not know, like creepy, a reference. But a sweet yeah, please like me. Yeah. Um, okay. Next we have date with Michael. Um which Okay, at this point we had already seen the discussion between him and Mike and Andrew M where he talked about his wife. I thought Michael was going home. <laughs> Right? Really? In the beginning, just I was like, "Ah, oh, the chemistry is not going to be there, yeah. it's going to be awkward. He's well, gonna, this is going to be a one on one. He home. seemed very nervous about the uh car situation, which also we saw Katie violently flip it, so I was also nervous and I was like, Let's not take the single dad from the house oh, and put him in a dangerous date situation. I'm like, let's just give the man a cheese board and some wine. Can we not do this with him? Well, and honestly, parent? that's where the rubber really met the road is in that evening portion of the D where he opened up about. Just devastating. I, Michael is. Maybe one of the purest people, if not the purest person we've ever seen on this Pure show. Pureer than Aaron. Pure than Aaron. <laughs> Somehow Pure Than Aaron. So Michael ends up sharing. So we know that he has a son and that he's a single dad. Um, and he ends up telling a story um about his past. And he talks about how he tells Katie that he met his wife. He's the first day he saw her on campus. Um, and that he right away knew like he was gonna be like in love with her. And then they were together for 16 years. They got married in 2012. And then um, in 2016, they had- You got these one. dates on the Well, lock. no, you know why? The exact same dates as Evan and I. So oh, when he was saying it, I was like, Evan and I have been together for 16 years. We got married in 2012. Had the little one like a month before 2016. We had, <laughs> Our kid is the same age. Like, And so when he was sharing it, it was like, oh, he's been, he was- with her as long as i've been with evan so it was like making me like oh man it it like just the idea of that long of a connection with somebody bro she died in 2019 that shit is fresh yeah so basically his wife ended up getting cancer right at seven months after their son was born and that was i mean 2016 to 2019 like he was talking about they were going all over the country talks about how she was an amazing advocate um, and they were just trying to find a cure and eventually she passed away and I mean losing a spouse losing a partner going through that many years of trying to like find a cure and Probably so many visits where they felt like they had hope, and there was like a moment that it was good, and um, that. Let alone then being like, I have now, I have my son, and I'm left. I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't wrap my brain around it. Um, and he, the fact that he called her his wife the entire time, and he was just. I mean, I, I was, I was legit sobbing. And then when they had this conversation about – and he's such an amazing human being. When he had the conversation, um, then talking to Katie about how – like Katie then said to him, like, just so you know, like, I think a lot of people would be intimidated because of the love that you still have for your wife, of course. And then how he's like, it's my responsibility to make sure that you know our relationship is unique. And I'm like, this man, whoever this man ends up with, I mean, is so – like, he has been through so much and yet is still, like, I don't know. He's he's an incredible person. Incredible person. When he said, what a gift to be able to fall in love twice, I mm. was, like, bawling. And then Katie, seeing then Katie afterwards in that interview, she was, like, crying and she's, like, this could be the beginning of, like, forever for me. Like, I could see myself with Michael for forever. And I'm, like, oh, my God. I didn't see that. I felt like, I mean, like, and she said that and I was like, <sighs> do you think it's just there's so much powerful emotion and I think, he is so wonderful? I think that I also feel like she's crying because like, I think she knows that like he might be a little bit more into her than she is into him. And you know that feeling where you're like, this person is deserving of like all the love yeah. and like, I want this to work like. I really want this to work but I, I don't know why I just get the sense that like she's like it's just like not I just like she like knows he's not the one but she like wants him to find someone who's like the one for I him. would just be so he's such a beautiful human being and everything that he's already gone through I would be so scared that I'd be like, I don't know if it's better for me to like, if I'm not already head over heels for you, if it's better for me to send you home now, or if it's better for me to continue to get to know you. I would feel so stressed out about that. I feel like she, both with Connor B and with him, I feel like there's like a lot of wishful thinking going yeah. on. I feel like she's not super attracted to either of them but she really likes both yeah, of them. Yeah, she like a lot. really wants to that yeah. to be super super attracted oh to both of them. If and when Michael goes home that is going to be <sighs> devastating. But the thing is too when he talked about it, which I love that he talked about that he's like it was hard to leave but like I needed to do this for myself like I needed to have some enjoyable time and I that's that was the other part that sent me like full sobbing because I was like the amount of devastation and trauma this man has been experienced the past few years and we're not even just talking 2019 all the way from 2016 like when his wife was first diagnosed like this has been so many years of like trauma and pain and it's like my son needs to see me happy like so it's almost like maybe even just this experience for him, like getting out there, like spending time with some of the guys and like oh, getting away from like the normal, removing yourself from your typical surroundings, I'm sure is. I don't think he's going to walk away from the experience like with any regret. And I think that, yeah. that I think that that's probably, and I don't even know if he honestly, if honestly like Kate, I think that, you know, I get the vibe from both of them. Like I think he wants Katie to like, I think he wants it to like work with them too. I don't even know if he's actually super into her, but I would be willing to bet that the whole experience is probably really healing for him Him in terms of like a new chapter, stepping out, trying something new, trying something different. Like you said, getting all this guy time. Well, not traveling. I was about to say traveling, but just just time for him. Taking away from the four walls that he's probably in in his home all the time. And like, who knows if like memories and all those things just to be able to. Well, I think it's probably just like a big move for him as just this I'm sure that the last it's literally two years the last like two years but even before that since his wife had had cancer for like almost five or okay you know you know what I'm saying his wife had cancer for like the two years then she's been gone for two years like all that time has been devoted to other people it's been devoted to her been devoted to his Mm -hmm. son and so I imagine that this feels so cool for him to be like this is just for me yeah this is Michael time yeah it's I'm Michael sure that time, that's really and cool. regardless of what happens with him and Katie, now it's like you. Can you imagine the amount of? It's going to give you confidence. It's gonna excitement. Give you confidence. There's going to be so many people who are going to be like, um, chasing you. Like, oh my god, this man! Like, we'll talk about a catch. Like, you know, don't he, hurt him. I will find. Yeah, you. Yeah, Jess is going to find and you, and I will destroy you. <sighs> um, but yeah. He's just so I'm curious I'm curious for you. was it the way that he was talking, but why was it that, um, and I completely agree with you, but you know how I always say like someone's tragedy doesn't make them a good person. Why for you? I want to hear in your words, why do you feel like this story and him, why you feel like he's such a good person? I agree with you for the record, but I want to hear you explain it. It's very hard <laughs> to explain energy. yeah. It's very hard to explain. I've also Michael from the very first episode. Just the psychic. Well, it's very difficult to explain when the spirit is moving. When the other side is communicating with you, sometimes it is hard to verbalize it exactly. You wouldn't understand. (laughs) No, I completely agree. I was wondering if you had anything concrete. I feel the same way. No, it's just, especially, especially, by the way, from episode one. Starting episode one, it was like, I mean, could you be a more... He's just a sweetie. He just is who he is. Yeah. Day one, he's a sweetie. You get no games from this guy. He's just big smile the whole time. I mean, and then, and then of all people, if I'd be like, who's the joyful one? And in fact, I'd be like, who's the joyful one in the I'd be like it's Michael he's always got the big smile and he's always like oh guys like he's just he's just pure and then of all people to find out that that totally this guy is a sweetheart who cares about other people and that's only the cherry on top to be like look at how he's persevered yes Michael and of all things and you go you go this guy has been through all that and is still this beautiful light of a human being and has used that and is saying, what a gift to fall in love twice. I (laughs) believe, I believe him. I believe him. oh my god I, I do I, I just I was a mess no actually I think that that's a really good way of describing it because it is like yeah he had really good energy going into it and you're like already on Michael's team you're like yeah Michael you know I was literally I mean, get out there for the first week you and I both said it was like is Michael our type no, no. but like is he a precious a precious uh, human being that we want to protect from night one a thousand percent yeah yeah and Yeah, he's just, he just is direct. He's kind. Like, he's just the, he just feels like the essence of kind to me and hearing everything and, and, uh, beautiful. I feel like he's the type of guy that when Katie probably will send him home she will feel so bad and he will be squeezing he's gonna her hand be comforting her, be and like, he's going to be okay. like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> it's I'm always... so grateful to have had this time with you now. And like, thank you. And you're going to be like, Fuck it, Michael." yeah, he's going to be like, these are memories I'm going to cherish forever. And he's going to, they were made with you and he's going to mean every word of it. Yeah. No, no, no. He's a great guy. Oh, all right. so, Don't need him around making me look bad I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be his partner I'd be like you are just going to make me look like Satan herself every time I'm around you
1: Like I need someone to make me look good I need a little Thomas I need in a little my life <laughs> To be I like wow
0: I needed someone who all my girlfriends are like I don't know if this is a good call I'll Be like I know I deserve but so I look much like an more. honest angel <laughs> Okay speaking of the devil Let's yes. talk about Thomas Let's talk about being back at the house. Okay, Aaron so, is throwing uh, around the word sociopath, <laughs> manipulator. Like I mean, he is he is ba- he is in dialed into bachelor nation. We love we love a good a good throw around with those words. It's not a season if that word isn't thrown around by somebody. Yeah, and now they're doing that whole thing where it's like but he didn't tell them that he said in love. He said that he... And they're like starting to cross stories and be like, he's not, he's not saying well, the truth and, to everyone. And what we didn't talk about was again, okay, reason you know, 300 now that I am a fan of Thomas actually it was more like reason two or three confirmation. When Thomas pulled Hunter aside alone. So everyone's talking shit about Thomas and Hunter... Had a nice little um, bonfire, you know, midway through the episode outside with Thomas and was like, hey, you're coming off kind of deceitful. <laughs> and Hunter's or, and, and Aaron's like, well, you know, um, I, I just don't I don't even really care what other people think about me. And He goes, understood. That's not a great look. Wait, you though. mean Thomas? Or, yeah. Gosh, I keep mixing up their, their names. Got it. So. Uh, Aaron says I don't really care what anybody else thinks and then Hunter says yeah but that whole I don't give a shit attitude it's not going to serve you well so you (laughs) should probably listen to everybody and he was giving Thomas really good advice but he was also it was a beautiful combination Hunter we love we stan Hunter was calling him out while simultaneously being there for him Do you know what I mean? That's a good friend. That's a good friend. He was literally... was a good friend vibes. He wasn't letting him... He wasn't like, oh, I see what you mean. He was like, uh, maybe you should try this. This isn't going to make you look good. And Thomas, you could tell, was like, okay. And really took in what Hunter was saying. And we really know that he was taking in what Hunter was saying when Hunter decided to publicly <laughs> confront Thomas. And he said he was hurt. And Thomas said, I would never hurt you. <laughs> Once again, Hunter these, and Thomas crack me up together. Once again, this whole, though, like, unit, I mean, I feel like all the men assembled purposely f- to for this showdown. Yes. This, this conversation between Hunter and Thomas, they were gathered around as if Chris Harrison was about to walk in. Oh, absolutely. I was confused. They all sit down in dead silence. And they did that, this of their own accord. And then the Connor guy is just like... Do, do, do. <laughs> Did you notice him? So it's they all sit down and Thomas is sitting. or and then Thomas walks in and Hunter's sitting like this, and he's just like dead silence. And Connor's sitting next to Hunter and just goes, looks at the camera, he's like in dead silence. It was everything. I need to sc- I need to the screen record that. But Oh my god. Then yes, you're right. Without anyone telling them they on their own accord they assemble well so cause, so this is where i was saying like i said earlier i think that they were chopping up uh, thomas's answers i really do yeah. believe because they were just so absurd and then like when they asked when hunter asked him directly like but did you want to be the bachelor but did you consider being the bachelor whatever Maybe he skirted around a little bit. I just I don't know. Something in me told me like that I do not It was the spirit moving. I said I of don't course. think that this was exactly the in answer In the name he of gave. the Lord, I believe this is I not- rebuke this. <laughs> I do not believe that this is the exact answer he gave for this exact question, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. felt a little bit shady to me. Um and I can then get eventually that. he did admit that he had been the bachelor on his mind. I did notice that Greg his head was in his hands and I made a meme about it because Greg was just like, oh, God, can't believe that this guy would think about wanting to be The Bachelor. That's just yeah. disgusting. I'm the next Bachelor. How <laughs> dare he? <Yeah. laughs> um, I I mean, and it's an honest answer, but it's just the way everyone can tell people. They're not stupid. We can all pick up on the shady vibes like you know, and, and he's just giving them fodder for more problems by being like, yes, I definitely thought about wanting to be The best. Well, and that's where I thought that that was kind of ridiculous. Like some of the guys are just like, oh, my <laughs> God, like that is disgusting. That's disgusting. I'm repulsed. Yeah, it's just like what you, you have. A, everybody's thought about it. Everybody's thought about it. If you were pressed, wouldn't you be like, yes, that was something that crossed my mind? Shut the fuck up. If I'm going than on the attitude. show, maybe I'm not going on with the intention of becoming the next bachelorette, but it's something I've thought about. Right? I'd be like, wouldn't it be crazy if I, me became the next bachelorette? You know, you've talked about it with your friends and family. Everybody has. Oh, I'm, so I'm just saying they better have some concrete information before they go ratting to Katie. as well. Of being like he wanted to be the bachelorette? I literally said, I said, I pray to the lord that hunter isn't the one who tells katie unless she asks i'm hoping it's aaron i hope aaron goes and tells katie yeah at this point he's already set a precedent because i want hunter to remain out of it like he will be the one in the house who is mediating he's talking to thomas he's addressing the situation thomas is devastated that he feels like he let Hunter down. Hunter feels manipulated, but I pray that Hunter is not the one who brings it to Katie unless she asks because it's peace and love because I just love Hunter so much. And I just don't even want him to get in that mess. You don't need to taint that. And I yeah. don't think he's going to because at the end of the episode, he was saying, and he had his head in his hands and he was like, I'm just so nervous That now this is going to send Katie over the edge if she finds out, like, there's actually another guy who's here for the wrong reasons. And there's already been so much drama. He's like, there's already been at least three guys who've been fucking with her. So I'm scared that if she finds this out, she's just going to walk away. So I'm like, I don't think Hunter's going to be the one to say something. Aaron just may. I don't think Aaron will be able to control himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's got tea to spill. Aaron is just going to be like, listen, he's just such the guy. <laughs> and like, and like she's sitting on the couch. Aaron just has the energy where he'll come and sit next to her and just be like. <sighs> I'm so fucking over this, Katie. Like, I'm so I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm here for you. But like, dude, like he definitely calls Katie, dude. That's, that's dude, aired. I think he's done it before. Where he was like all upset. And he was just like, dude, dude, I can't no. even like, like, why <gasps> is this happening again? Like he's oh, you keep the love. man around for the tea for the intel information. Of course. Of course. So we'll see what happens next intel, week. That's redundant. Uh, we obviously from the commercials, we saw that we have more Thomas drama. But of course, but the most important part about the commercials is that we know that next week. Blake is here! Oh my god, I am so week. happy! Wow. I am so happy that Blake is finally wow. here. And Taysha is sitting down with Katie, saying someone from my past contacted me, which I didn't even think about when he broke up with. When Taysha broke up with Blake, Blake was like a mess, mm. and now they're going to be seeing each other for the first time, and he's getting on Katie's drums, season. Drums, drums. can't wait. I cannot wait. Blake, I am waiting for you. Come. You know what's going to happen is the second Thomas gets kicked out, Blake's going to show up. And he will be now the center of the drama because everyone is gonna be threatened that Blake is there, of course. Can't wait. That's gonna be so good. That's gonna and add I, such so juicy. I really and do And honest this is to get God, I feel like Blake is gonna have I feel like Blake is gonna be so great with confront of energy. I feel like he's gonna remain calm the whole time. I feel like they're gonna be freaking out. And I feel like we're gonna actually maybe some of the men will be exposed by the way that they treat our Blake. <laughs> I do so believe. I like that. I like that. Well, broads, um, that's it for this week. Make sure to check out the Bros Recap on Friday. And on Thursday, check out our episode where we're going to be talking about wedding do's and don'ts. Yay! Fun. It's going to be a good old time. So uh, we'll chat soon. Chat soon.